Welcome to Level Up Chips Battle for Middle-Earth 2 Rise of the Witch King. Hello everyone and welcome to Level Up Chips, the, the weekly gaming podcast at CM Life that just talks about anything video game related. I am your host, Mike Gonzalez, and this is probably the most formal I've ever been for a podcast. And I'm here with uh, my co-host, Max Logan. Hello. How is everyone doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone being me. Um, yes. I am doing uh, fine. I mean, after this, I got to go do some studying. But besides that, I'm doing pretty solid i guess all right all right i'm doing pretty good myself just in case you were wondering mm -hmm. uh <laughs> today we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff with metroid um especially since when this uh episode airs metroid dread will release that very same day and you have no idea how excited i am i am the metroid nerd of this entire uh operation operation yeah and i you have no idea how excited I am. You got Dark Souls the other week. I got mm -hmm. Metroid, so you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you for, uh, you know, allowing me to to uh, gush about Dark Souls. It definitely wasn't my editor-in-chief forcing me. <laughs> <laughs> he never actually does. I just yeah. love to pull a little fun about that. I We do a little trolling. We do a little trolling. Uh <laughs> Let's get into some of the gaming news for this week. Um, so, there there's not that much, but at the same time, there is a lot. Um, a lot of stuff that's kind of low-key, but at the same time, very exciting. Mm -hmm. um, one of the biggest things that happened just like yesterday, I think, for us, yeah, um, was the fact that Sony acquired uh, Bluepoint Games. Yeah. Uh... Which is uh, well, a developing house that made... Uh, the remake of Dark Souls and what Shadow of Colossus? Demon Souls. Why did I say Dark Souls? Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, Dark Souls remastered was handed off to just some studio in I think China. Really? Yeah. It's just I don't know. But... Why do they give it like Dark yeah. Souls is like already beloved? Why do they just decide? Well, I mean, to... hey, for PS for PlayStation and Xbox users, it just let you play the game on modern consoles. Which I appreciate it for. But anyway, Blue Point. Yeah, they uh, made the Demon Souls remake, which came out on PS5. The Shadow of the Colossus remake, which came out on PS4. I think it was three years ago. And, or was it four? I forgot. Probably three. Uh, and then they also made the Metal Gear Solid HD collection that released on PlayStation 3 a while ago. Oh my gosh, I forgot all about that. Mm -hmm. I actually have the 360 version of that collection, uh, um, and that was actually really good. Yeah, I actually yeah, remember they... thinking, like, okay, this is a good way to actually play some of those games. Right, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about some of the games that they'll be developing. Do you think you have any idea of, like, what kind of games they're going to be remaking, potentially? If not, make a whole new IP. Mm-hmm. Well, considering, yeah, their whole specialty is kind of remastering and remaking things, uh, I'm thinking, again, well, it'd probably just be a PlayStation IP from back in the day. That so what are they we want thinking, to, um, 3D? Max is giving me this very <laughs> angry look right now, if you're wondering. Uh, no, no, it's, it's more... Uh, uh, disappointed? Yeah, disappointed. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm... Not exactly sure what, but it might be something more, you know, like a cult classic, considering Shadow of the Colossus and Demon Souls held that st status. You know, I, I would really love it if they got, I don't know, like Metal Gear Solid or something like uh, Silent Hill, but that actually brings us to our next topic mm -hmm. of the news, which is uh, Konami has yep. a huge rumor going around that uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 is going to get a remake. We don't know which developing house is going to be getting that one. Who right. knows? Maybe it is Blue Point. Perhaps. Um, and then there's a new uh, Silent Hill. And wouldn't it be really funny if this Silent Hill was made by Kojima? Yeah, Kojima Productions. Yeah, I heard like a while ago that they, that for somehow Konami and Kideo Kojima ended up making 
like a truce for a little bit. It's kind of weird. The exes are starting to finally get back together. Let's see how it turns out, people. Um, <laughs> but if anything, I, I, I find it really interesting just because Silent Hill has had such a... It has been a weird time for Silent Hill recently mm-hmm. where everybody wants a new one at the same time. Any chance that we got a new one back in like the 360 era, right? That wasn't good. Yeah the the collection, the collection. Uh, what was it? That one about what was it? Like Silent Hill Homecoming? Yeah, that one. I haven't ever played it, but I heard it was. I tried playing good. it. It wasn't good. Okay, um, <laughs> just letting you know. All uh, right, I, I didn't get too far, so I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Um, but it, it I would also want to bring up. Do you remember, what was that one company where there was all these, like, conspiracy theories going around that Hideo Kojima was working with, like, the people who made the medium? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. There was this whole conspiracy theory going around that, like, this one person who looks kind of, kind of similar to Hideo Kojima, but not really, was actually Hideo Kojima just, like, photoshopped to look like a different person. And then, huh. like, it was actually going to be Silent Hill, and I yeah. don't understand it. Silent Hills, specifically. Is it Silent Hills? Yeah, the one with Norman Reedus in it that got canceled, and then uh, oh. Kojima took his Norman Reedus and put it put him in Death Stranding. <laughs> Which, actually, you've been playing a little bit of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. The director's the cut. The director's cut just came out. It's pretty good, I'd say. Having a little fun with that, so mm-hmm. that, that's always nice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, another little rumor that they are doing for Konami is a potential, uh, new reimagining of Castlevania, the whole series. Yeah. Um, which I think, I think it was a rumor of like the, hmm. no, I think it was just a suggestion I saw on Twitter. Somebody was like, oh, this is what it should be. And yeah, there, there's all sorts of stuff that it should be. Mm-hmm. What I always thought for Castlevania, what they should be going towards uh, is actually the look of the animated series of Castlevania. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would love it if... God, I would love it if we had, like, even a fighting game that looked like that. And wouldn't it be really, really fun if they got arc systems to, to work that. with them, you mm-hmm. know, to make a fighting game for the Castlevania series? It has that same look of the animated series. And you just got all your favorite characters just duking it out. Can you imagine, like, Dracula, like, I don't know, being able to actually die to Trevor Belmont? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it'd have to be canon, so Trevor just punch him, like, three times. And And then Dracula's (laughs) like, oh, you must be a Belmont, huh? Boom! (laughs) (laughs) Those those were... (laughs) Yeah, but, uh... Yeah, so that's all the Konami rumors, from what we can tell. Yeah, and we have one final thing that we want to talk about, and this one's actually pretty big, uh, so I guess I kind of lied uh, a little bit about saying it was low-key stuff. Uh, this one's big because this is going to be the final uh, Smash Bros. character. It's going to be announced uh, this upcoming Tuesday, uh, but for you listeners, it's going to be... Uh, three days ago. Three days ago. So if anything, you're going to be listening to this and seeing, wow, this aged very poorly, or, oh, man, wow. these guys were prophets. What was going on in this uh, <laughs> podcast room? Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, no, we have Masahiro Sakurai in the corner over there. Hey there, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> I love not having a camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, I, I, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't yeah. know who the character is going to be because right now all the leaks are saying that it's Sora from Kingdom Hearts, and I don't want that. Personally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, somebody on 4chan, I think it was. They, 4chan? Yeah, 4chan. Yeah, they said they predicted the date correctly, but, you know, there's no saying that they predicted the character so Sora is still might be off the table. I but mean, I'm still already... saying the worst case scenario is Cinderace. Would it be the worst case scenario? Yeah, I think so. I don't know, man. What would happen if the Fortnite Jonesy actually came no, I, around? I, that would be hilarious. <laughs> 
Okay, now I see your point. Okay, so you're saying that if it was Jonesy, then it would actually be so funny that it was actually, like, a good time. But with Cinderace... It's just so boring that, like... It was like, oh, I could have seen that coming. Yeah, exactly. But, like, it's just one of those repressed corners of your mind being like, I don't, I don't want it to happen, but, my God, it could actually happen. Either that or I don't know. They'll just revoke the... They have to come from a video game rule and just be like... What, Goku? Yeah, Goku. Oh, come Goku on. Goku We are not having Goku yeah. in Smash Bros. No, no, I'm I'm just joking. If That that would be wild. Yeah, I mean, that'd, be, would... that'd be insane if it did. But no, it won't happen. If it happened, then uh, I'll give you five bucks. Okay, that works. You don't have to give me any yeah, money. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, okay. Yeah, good. Glad we know the I weird just get, rules. I just get Oracle points. Cool. Yes, exactly. Um, but what? Who would you want? Like, a, there, there are always a, there's always a character that everyone wants in Smash Bros. And I always am curious what you would want. I think we've gone over this before on on Level Up Chips, but yeah, I got. I mean, I would have. I wanted Dante, but uh, that doesn't. That that's not going to be a thing. Uh, hmm. That aged poorly before we even talked about it. I, I want. I also wanted Monster Hunter, but that also <laughs> aged poorly. Uh, you know, I honestly didn't really want anyone else in particular. No, I mean, I started playing No More Heroes a few days ago. I was like, "Oh, Travis Touchdown would be cool." Oh yeah, wait, he's a me. Yeah, he's already a me. But yeah, literally all three of my w- character, like people i want in smash they're all me costumes you know and and the worst part about even like devil may cry and uh you know no more heroes it's the fact that they did the me so dirty Mm -hmm. where it was just like recently that these characters apparently there's this new like law that says that if you're like if you have like a rated e game game or something like that a rated t yeah you cannot actually promote a rated m game or like show the logo of i think it. it's actually any esrb rating higher than the one is in it? the game so yeah like uh for dmc uh when they did the dante me fighter it was a smash brothers crossover with dante and it, the what was it with Travis touchdown? It was just Smash Bros crossover with Travis. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of name is that? Like, what what kind of cross? That just sounds dumb. Uh huh. Just does. straight up, and it makes me really sad. But going into what I want for Smash Bros, and I think that you would actually agree. Uh, I've talked about this all the time. I want Doom Slayer. Yeah, I really want the Doom Slayer. In Smash Bros. Because I think he would actually be a good fit. Yeah, I mean, Bethesda see, does seem to have been worming its way into Smash with the... Uh, what, like, Volt Tech? Yeah, the Volt Boy and... You know, I, I keep seeing that, but at the same time, it does worry me. Mm-hmm. Just that be- he'll be one of them. That he'll be one of them, but also... I'm not going to lie, it just seems like they aren't going to do it just because if they were to have Doom Slayer as a, an actual fighter, then it would be appropriate for them to have, like, what, the Fallout stuff. Yeah, the Fallout. Like, introduced for, you know, and... the Mii Fighters mm-hmm. during that presentation. So why do we already have, like, uh, what, Dragonborn and Volt Tech Boy and stuff? I mean, hey, if... Uh, Bethesda does end up getting its way into Smash Bros. Then we'll have the uh, Skyrim battle music, and then you can say "Never should have come here" before you Da-da-da. fight. <laughs> before you fight someone, <laughs> I would love that. Actually, oh my gosh! Uh, so, if you are listening to this right now, um. Please, you can you can contact us on our Twitter and basically say, "Hey, you age like very poorly. Like this age is this like is, milk. You age like milk. What happened, guys?" Then we can get some uh, we can get some promotions if we get poorly aged tweets. We'll or just things be sad. To, we'll just be sad if, if we get them to post our thing. We get more traffic, right? 
All right, people, you know what to do. <laughs> you know what to do. Um, but if anything, I, I, I'm, I've been saying that a lot. I'm sorry, people. Uh, I want to move into the next uh, part of the podcast. podcast, which is getting into the meat and bones of uh, uh, Metroid. Yeah, Metroid. I'm really excited for mm-hmm. Metroid Dread. Um, but I don't think that a lot of people really know too much about the series as a whole. Yeah, it's one of Nintendo's, like, lower sellers. It's one of the lower sellers, which... Especially in Japan. Like, really? It doesn't sell, like, well at all in Japan, I thought it sold. Part. I thought it sold well for the 2D games, but when it came to, like, the, the first-person, you know, Prime games, that's where it sold, like, Garbage. really bad. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know the numbers specifically, but... It's not. It's definitely not as popular in Japan as it is in the West. And I've even gone around like I. I, I used to have like a little YouTube channel uh, called ResiRap just to plug it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I remember I did a little research on the sales of that game, mm-hmm. and basically I was talking about WarioWare Smooth Moves and Metroid Prime Three Corruption. Yeah. Um. And the biggest thing about that is WarioWare sold better on the Wii than Metroid Prime 3 Corruption. Oh. Or, or actually, no, I think it was, like, maybe 0.2 less. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, maybe, like, a couple hundred thousand less. Yeah. Yeah, it was still getting, like... It, it took forever for them to get, like, a whole brand new game that wasn't on the Wii U. Right. Um. But otherwise, Metroid. it was, like, reimaginings of the game. Mm-hmm. Um. And then with Metroid, again, yeah, it was, like... God, I want to say it was only, like, 1.3 million... Like, that was it for Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, yet somehow it got Metroid Other M, which kind of killed it uh, for a little bit. Then it got Metroid Prime 4. Now it's getting Dread. Also oh, Return of Samus. And Return of Samus, which mm-hmm. is wild to think about. You know, it it just seems like it's gotten more love than WarioWare. And I was wondering, like, why is that? Why is Metroid just always coming back? It's, I mean, it, I'd say it's because it's one of Nintendo's, like, legacy franchises. I think Smash Bros. probably saved it a little bit. Yeah, that too. I mean, there was a game on the Nintendo 64 that was planned, (laughs) but then it was scrapped. So, And they just happened to put Samus in Smash on a whim. Can you imagine Metroid Prime being on an N64? (sighs) (laughs) Anyway, um, if anything... I'm sorry. Mm. I, I yeah, if anything, right. If anything. Mm-hmm. Um, no, for for the narrative stuff of Metroid, I think that Metroid is such a, yeah, like you said, a legacy type of game for Nintendo. But also, I, I can only imagine they want to bring this back because they've been seeing a resurgence of Metroidvanias, uh, especially yeah. in the indie scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, there, there are all sorts of games inspired by Metroid. Axiom Verge... Uh, Hollow Knight. I mean, probably my favorite one I've played was a. Uh, it was called Toho Luna Knights. What is that? It's a. It, it's kind of it's a Metroidvania, but you're a maid who can throw knives as her like weapon, and she can stop time. What? Yeah. How have I never heard of this game? Yeah, no, it's just a gigantic JoJo reference, but. Oh, perfect! It's, Another it, JoJo reference. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really fun. I have it on my Switch. Like, I'll have to check it out. I think that the biggest thing that people don't know about Metroid is that narrative uh, element element that it has. You know, Samus, for the most part, doesn't really speak in those games, and we are definitely taking out Metroid Other M because she talks in that one a little too much, actually, mm-hmm. um, to her own detriment. Uh, but the baby, the baby, um, (laughs) but I think that we should go a little bit into what the first, like four big 2d Metroid games, games, you know, actually about. So Mm -hmm. when they get into dread, they're like, Oh, you know, I know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, so basically with Metroid one, that was the loosest, uh, uh, narrative Story. Yeah. when it comes to yeah metroid because 
Again, this was on an NES. It's not the greatest game. Uh, we actually watched this one YouTuber who said that this game was made out of duct tape. Um, yeah, they kept making jokes about the game being programmed by with duct tape. Because it is very, very poorly programmed mm-hmm. um basically you can break the game very easily yeah um, a lot of ne- a lot of nes games are like that but. yeah but this one specifically you know it's all about exploration and they were like okay let's explore into the walls and go through get to crate or you know ridley before i'm supposed to ever get here mm-hmm. people can finish it so quickly and it's always been one of those games that un- uh, other than doom I'd yeah. say this one really kickstarted speedrunning, you know, the Metroid series. Uh, maybe, a... maybe not NES, but Super Metroid. Yes, yeah, Super Metroid, definitely. Um, but Metroid, basically, this game is about some space pirates. Uh, you know, they they have uh, the mother brain and stuff, and they also uh, got some Metroid organisms, which are these like little like jellyfish, jellyfish things that have claws on its like mouth. Yeah and they can attach to you and drain your energy energy. making them basically the most dangerous thing in the galaxy Uh, wink wink uh Mm -hmm. but pretty much uh samus is supposed to go on this planet called zebes and uh basically take out mother brain and all the metroids uh in that little hideout that the the space pirates have yeah Uh, doing so uh she she has to uh kill Craig and Ridley which, which are, are two space pirate commanders Ridley being what? having a uh, past with Samus Yeah technically Ridley um kind of uh, killed Samus's parents also destroyed her entire like home world Yeah just all of it completely ruined Samus's life and uh yeah ate her parents ate so. her parents <laughs> um so there there's a lot going on between those two Mm -hmm. uh just to let you know um but basically that's the gist of the game you know you get to uh mother brain mother brain you you know destroy all the metroids and you don't destroy the planet but you destroy that like little base yeah turian the area you you destroy turian and it's just a lot (laughs) yeah it's and for those who don't know, it is tradition at the end of every Metroid game to have a self-destruct sequence where you have to escape from the place you're in before time runs out and it explodes. The more I think about it, I think that's on... Yeah, that's like every single game. The only one that doesn't have that is uh, the upcoming game that we'll t- be talking about, Metroid 2. Yeah. That's the only one that doesn't have a self-destruction sequence. Yeah. I don't know, maybe by the time Dread comes out, somebody will figure it out that it doesn't. But I doubt well, it. that'd be something. Yeah. But anyway, um, Metroid 2, uh, because the Space Pirates got a hold of the Metroids and then the Galactic Federation Force, which is like the, the army. Government, yeah. The government and army of uh, the galaxy. Yeah. Uh, basically, they realized, okay, those things are way too dangerous to be kept alive, the Metroids. Um, exterminate every single Metroid, Samus. Yeah, uh, and also, it's worth noting that the Galactic Federation was the one were the ones who kind of like developed the Metroids into what they are. Mm, were they? I think so. And then Cause... they put them, uh, or rather, they started to it, into the jellyfish things because the uh, what was it? On their home planet, on their home world. It wasn't the Galactic Federation. Oh, yeah, no, it was just Space Pirates. No, Chozos. Chozos, right. What are you talking about? I I don't know. I haven't played a lot of Hey, listen, you're the Dark Souls guy. I'm the Metroid guy. So basically, in the the remake of Metroid 2 Return of Samus, there's all sorts of, like, little uh, hidden um, pictures that you can, like, find. Yeah. And just for people who don't know, Chozos are this uh, alien race. Of bird people. Bird people that actually took in Samus after, you know, homeworld destroyed, uh, parents eaten, and basically they turned her into a warrior um, and actually, you know, gave her her suit uh, and, you know, just gave her all sorts of awesome abilities to become this bounty hunter. Yeah. Um, 
they also conveniently leave uh, replacements for her suit. All over the place. Yeah, yeah, just all over the place. Um, And as it turns out, Zebus is, like, where she was raised. Yeah. Um, You know, by the Chozos. So it does make sense that, you know, maybe there is a little bit more um, it, around there. But I, I always found it really interesting because with Metroid 2, they talk about how um, basically on the, the homeworld planet SR388, mm-hmm. uh, there was this one parasite that basically they were having trouble with because that was also very dangerous. So to combat this little parasite uh, that created. was on this planet, they decided to create these Metroids. Yep. Um and, you know, things were going all right at first. It was like, oh, we can finally, you know, go Continue around. This, yeah. And then they realized, oh, crap, uh, the Metroids, they're starting to evolve. Yeah, so, like, That's they, not good. Yeah, yeah, like, we can't control them anymore. We can't control them anymore. Mm-hmm. So they decide to seal up the Metroids on this planet and just pretend that never happened. Just never did. Until... The space um, pirates came along yeah, and got and a, their hands on a few of them. The other thing that happened in Metroid 2 is actually uh, the research team that... Went there. Went there, you know, the Chozos and everything. They called in this, like, army, what it seems like, or, like, basically the big leaders of the Chozos to be like, Hey, something went on with us, our 388. Could you help us out? And you see this picture of all the research developers of uh, the Chozos dead mm-hmm. because apparently the the big leaders of the chozos i don't know maybe it was like this whole like area 51 thing where like they know too much and they were like okay take them out they're yeah. you know they're done uh-huh. and um that you know basically when you get into metroid 2 you find the rest of the metroids you exterminate all 50 of them that's I... it there are only 50 mm-hmm. um including the mother Metroid, like the queen, Metroid. queen Metroid, and then there's just one left, but one single Metroid left. This little baby, uh-huh. um, and basically this it's... baby Metroid realizes, oh, I, Samus must be my mother. Yeah, it sees Samus as its mother, and then she just takes it and decides to give it over to the Galactic Federation Force for research, um, to figure out what's going on with these Metroids, what's actually happening inside them. And it's really funny because that goes into Super Metroid, uh, where she probably shouldn't have left uh, a Metroid with a bunch of just unarmed researchers. Because pretty much as she left, immediately there was this uh, uh, emergency uh, distress signal. Yeah, Yeah, this SOS signal, and she was like, "Oh, great! What happened now? Ridley, Ridley happened. Ridley destroyed." Everything around there killed all the uh, scientists and, and took the baby Metroid. Took the baby Metroid back to Zebus, where she has to go around getting deeper into Zebus, mm-hmm. um, fighting Craig Ridley and a few other bosses. Um, which that that's always fun. Yeah. Um, and that that's again that's where Metroid really hit its stride. Mm-hmm. Um. And everybody loves that game because it actually had a non-linear function. Yet it still had like a fairly linear, uh, mm-hmm. like ba- you know, steps. But the cool thing about this game is the fact that while it does have like a okay, you got the high jump. Now you can get over to this place where you can reach it, and now you can get the ice beam, and now you can do. You can do that. You can do all those steps. But there are some people who learned, hey, I can wall jump on something. Yeah, I, I don't can... even have to get the high jump. I don't have to get the high jump. I can just get the various suit immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much before anything else. I mean, one of the most well-known uh, things to get to get something early is uh, what are, one of the techniques is damage boosting yourself up to an energy tank or really early in the game just so you can have some extra health what a wild time this game this game really set up what speed running is going to be like and how it probably took until super metroid that they realized oh i think a lot of these metroid games can be broken Mm -hmm. and just exploited yeah dissected and exploited to meet some pretty crazy times yeah 
Um, but uh, basically, yeah, later on in the, the story, we should probably get into that just again. Um, so Samus figures out that Tarian got rebuilt and, so, that, and that the space pirates made their own, like, fake mother brain. Yeah, they basically recreated Mother Brain because the original made of Frankenstein basically. Yeah, the original was a was Chozo technology that they just stole. Woo! Got to love Chozos and all the dangerous stuff that they made. Um <laughs> we hope this doesn't fall into the wrong hands. They were like the smartest beings of all time in that galaxy. I mean, thus hey. creating like basically nuclear bombs anywhere they could. I mean, book smarts don't doesn't make you street smart that's a quote from max logan people (laughs) uh (laughs) but yeah basically uh the metroid baby metroid is actually like released it basically escaped from ridley Mm -hmm. and was found in turian and And it it just went huge it didn't evolve at all it It just just became huge it became the super metroid it became my god why would you do that why oh the super metroid yes and when you're in turian basically it doesn't recognize you for a minute it's like basically like it nearly kills it nearly you. kills you you have like one like Energy piece of left. health left and then it's, it's like, like oh mom mom what you doing here and Later on, it just kind of, like, goes off. You try killing Mother Brain. Mother Brain becomes this huge body Frankenstein thing. Yeah, they added um, a body to like it. Like a huge mech. Mm-hmm. Um, and it uses this, like, sun, hyper, beam? like hyper beam on you. And it nearly kills you. And you're just, like, huffing and puffing. You're like, how can I do this? How do I defeat it? And then that's when the baby Metroid, last minute, just like, saps Mother Brain's energy and gives it to you just gives you all that energy and you're like oh man that's so great and then mother brain comes back kills, uh, the... kills the baby metroid which i remember i was like tearing up as a kid like <laughs> no no you can't do this <laughs> and then basically the little bits of the metroid kind of soak into samus's suit because again this is all chozo technology more than likely the dna was like probably meant to go soak into that suit and and, and basically it gives pay attention her... to that detail it comes it, it's very important yes <laughs> that was a little crunch from a cup but that's mm. besides the point um basically samus gets the hyper beam from mother brain and the the metroid kills mother brain goes through the evacuation sequence uh saves these animals that were kind of helping samus out throughout zebus and uh that's basically the end of super metroid also this time the entire planet blows up yeah the entire the... planet is gone uh-huh. that that's it her home world's done. Second home world. Um, and we move into the final game of the 2D series so far, um, which is Metroid Fusion. and Which Mike just played. My, I just finished all the Metroids, actually Prime and all the 2D games. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited to get through Dread. I mean, you just recently beat Fusion. Like, literally last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway... You remember that, like, parasite I was telling you about that the Chozos were just kind of like, hey, we need to make the Metroids. Yeah, we need to contain them on SR388. Well, yep. basically, Samus was supposed to go on this little, like, expedition with the Galactic Federation Force on SR388. And there is this hostile uh, enemy yeah. that she killed. And all of a sudden, this little parasite Comes came around out and... and fuses with that suit, kind of like the DNA of the Metroid. And um, basically... That's the ex-parasite that the Chozos were having problems with. And now that there are no more Metroids, there's... Basically, she's dying. Yeah. She is, like, getting absolutely destroyed by the ex-parasite inside. And at some point, like, she, her ship, like, crashes. Like, she's driving, and then all of a sudden she just basically passes out, goes into an asteroid belt, like, crashes, and then the Galactic Federation forces, like removing the suit realizes that the the dna of the metroid is still in there is still in her suit and was like oh we can use that as a vaccine for the x parasite mm-hmm. i bet it works it actually works we realize oh the metroids did have a purpose in life mm-hmm. um 
which is you know, a lot of the, the extermination type of uh, uh Yeah, it's to balance out the ecosystem. Yeah, it never never make the make a thing go extinct it, mm. it always ruins the econ or the ecosystem i almost <laughs> the economy. said economy uh, just <laughs> this like will have the, a drastic effect on the economy <laughs> what will the wall street guys do <laughs> um but anyway uh basically she gets this new suit that's fused with the metroid dna um which is kind of like a weird suit it's really interesting but it's really interesting too because uh, with this infusion of the DNA uh, with her own DNA, now she has basically Metroid abilities. So with the X Parasite, now it's no longer a danger to her. Um, now it is food, food, pretty much. Yeah, basically, if she takes a little bit of the X Parasite, her energy goes up. If she gets like this green uh, X Parasite, then she gets ammunition. Yep. Um, basically, the X-Parasite can take all sorts of different forms. It's this hive mind system that uh, basically... It just wants to spread. Yeah, it just wants to spread and destroy the entire galaxy and mm-hmm. turn it into itself, you know, its own. Um, and basically, that's that's the basis of the game. This entire uh, little bottle cap research center um, it's gotten, it's gotten infected. infected by yeah. the X-Parasite. And Samus is supposed to be there to stop the X-Parasite from spreading. And doing so, uh, she realizes that the suit that she had... Uh, uh, because the X-Parasite made contact with it. Yeah. It... Basically fused with that, duplicated itself, and turned it into... S-A-X. S-A-X. A Samus X clone. And it has every single ability... From Super Metroid. She had in Super Metroid. <laughs> uh, meaning that she's got power bombs, she's got super missiles, she's got the ice beam, she's got screw attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, making it absolutely terrifying because the Metroids, um, they have a vulnerability to ice. Yep. So Samus now has a vulnerability to ice. Uh, basically meaning that any time that she got caught by uh, Samus X and the ice beam is used, she's frozen. Mm-hmm. Basically that's... That's it. That's it. She's kind of dead. Uh-huh. Uh, you have to get, like, a uh, the various suit um, version of the fusion from... suit. Yeah, to protect it from all the ice stuff. Um, and it, it gets really wild, but basically by the end, you realize that the Galactic Federation Force, uh, not only did they kind of want the X-Parasite as a weapon uh, for their own use, they also were... Cloning Metroids. Cloning Metroids, yeah. Mm. From the baby Metroid that, uh, from that research center when they had it. Uh-huh. And also, uh, I, I could only imagine from the DNA that, that Metroid had, or that Samus had. Yeah. Um, they were able to use some of that and be like, oh, now we can make Metroids. And use uh, them as weapons of war. So it's terrifying because basically this entire center that you're in in Fusion has both X-Parasites and Metroids now, mm-hmm. uh, making it the most dangerous place on Earth, uh, or on the in the galaxy. Um, yeah. So, basically, by the end, uh, <laughs> you destroy the Samus X. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, wait, you figure out first that there are many more SAXs? There are like 10 Samus Xs on this ship. Yep. Like, straight up, they all duplicated into, like, yeah, exponentially. And then you just figure that the best way to get rid of this would just be to crash it into the planet that's nearby. So, basically, in the final moments of the game, you're trying to find your ship. Uh, it's gone yep. for some reason. And basically, this Metroid, the alpha version of the, the Metroid. Uh, I um, thought it was the Queen. No, that, that wasn't the Queen. It's the okay. alpha version is, it's like, a, the one the that, claws, yeah, yeah, has, like, a full, like, yeah, so bipedal. X, yeah, the, yeah, an alpha Metroid shows up to try and get you. So. Exactly. Um, so, basically, uh, you're getting destroyed by that, and it has that baby Metroid moment where the Samus X, for some reason, decides, that's a Metroid. I gotta destroy it, mm-hmm. and tries helping you out. It gets destroyed too, but then and then you infuse with that Samus X. Yeah, you reabsorb it and get your old suit back. You basically, yeah, you get all of your old abilities back. Mm-hmm. Um, which is one of the big. It's really cool because once you get into Dread, 
Uh, she has, like, a whole new suit. That's still the fusion suit, but because she got fused with the Samus X with all the, like, you know, actual machinery, like, machinery mm-hmm. now it's no longer this, like, almost organic, organic like... look on her. Now it looks much more... M- traditional yeah mechanical uh-huh. um which is really really neat uh how that fusion suit works mm-hmm. um but that's where basically we're at and also the ship um it comes back as it turns out the the animals that you saved in super metroid they were on that same ship in fusion and they piloted it they somehow. piloted the <laughs> ship somehow and they saved you because you saved them. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny because technically you could kill the animals. Yeah, you could just leave them you to just leave die. Them to just, yeah, explode. And it's really funny to think that technically saving them is the best way and the canon Yeah, way. the canon path. I'm curious what the, they're going to do for Dread. Are they going to come back? What's going to happen? Am I no. going to go around this planet and be like, hey, it's you again. Yeah, but from what we can tell in Dread, because we haven't really seen that many spoilers. Yeah, I've been avoiding a lot of the trailers. Yeah, uh, I think I saw something Nintendo said. It was like, oh, well, the X-Parasite is still on a planet. Yep, the X-Parasite's still around. So they send in these robots that are controlled by an AI called Emmy to go take care of it. I wonder if this is the same planet that the bottle cap... Yeah, landed on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I don't think blowing up something would get rid of the X-Parasite. The X-Parasite's way too resilient for something like that. Yeah, so they send in these robots, and all of a sudden the communications are cut off, so they send in Samus to go take care of it. So basically, instead of having, like, basically in, like, Fusion, the Samus X encounters were all scripted, um... That's not going to be the case with these Emmy robots. That's what they're called, Emmys. Yeah. Um, these things are just like Samus X in the case of they're just following you all the time. Mm-hmm. And you have to be, like, really stealthy. Um, and if they do get a grab of you, more than likely, that's it. That's an insta-kill. Apparently, there's a way to counter them, apparently. One, yeah, there's always, like, a way. But again, it's very difficult yeah. from what I've heard. Yeah, Um. Course. And that, that's where I'm really excited for, because with the Metroid 2 remake, this is the same developers who made the remake yeah. uh, that are making Dread. Um, and I, I'm really excited just because it was a good game. Mm-hmm. It was I, I would say it's a good game. It had a lot of balancing issues yeah. in terms of enemies. Uh, because there were a few boss fights where it's like, oh, one hit took out three energy tanks. You could only Why? have so many. So Yeah, there were... There, not to mention the corridors of Metroid 2. It wasn't their fault that they were boring. It's a Game Boy game, originally. Yeah, the from, corridors were really boring. Yeah, from 92. Yeah. It's, so It was the same problem as, like, I don't know, Fire Emblem Echoes. You can't really complain about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you, you can't, like, give... NES strategy maps aren't very... You can't exciting. give the developers crap about what happened in the 90s. They just have to remake it. You they know? just have to remake it. So in this case, I'm looking at it. I'm very excited because I did like the counter system in that game. I think uh-huh. that it did have more skill than any other Metroid game, uh, despite you know other than the speedrun community. Right. Um. So seeing a lot of this stuff, I'm excited. I'm really excited because I think I saw the Shine Spark at some point. Oh. Uh, returning in Dread. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one spoiler that I unfortunately saw. I've never seen a Shine Spark in 3D. I just saw a glimpse of it, but, like... Looked good? It looked good, and I'm very excited because what's that going to look like? That just seems like a crazy time, especially if it's going to be a 360 movement type of feel. I've also never seen the speed booster in 3D, except that one game we don't talk about. They did a good job with that effect in Metroid Other M. Yeah, yeah, they did. But, like... The story was terrible. Gameplay and, like... Some of the concepts were neat. Uh-huh. That's it. That's all. Um, but really, the games, they've always had such a close place to my heart because the exploration has always been, like, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the story has always been very, like, not there, but there all at the same time. So it's 
it's that same doom effect of like if you want to get into the lore there is an option to get into the lore right but it's not going to shove it in your face Mm -hmm. doom eternal kind of shoves it in your face a little bit uh, but nothing too crazy. You know, they do have codexes and everything. Yeah, for the most part, it's out of the way. And I'd say that Metroid has that same feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I particularly like Metroid Prime and the fact that you can scan enemies and learn more about them. And there cool. is lore. Yeah. There is straight up, like, space pirate logs and Chozo lore. Mm-hmm. Um, or chorizo. Chorizo. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> always a joke. Um, but it's, it's, it's really, really neat. And I just... I hope that when you pick up Metroid, if you do, uh, that you just give it some time. It may be a little bit of a slow burn. It may not be. I Mm -hmm. don't know. Um, All I know is I'm very excited for this game, and I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. Um, And ending with that, I think that we should talk about the random game of the week. So, yeah, uh, (laughs) I selected this last friday when we were supposed to do the podcast but i had something going on so we it's a little busy yeah chaotic right so uh we did the wheel and it just so happened to be metroid zero mission which is a remake of metroid one on the gba which that is always the recommended way to play the first your first metroid Metroid game in the series Mm -hmm. um just because it is very very well contained um, it actually does give just a little bit more lore in the the series, um, and I, I absolutely love it because it's fast. It's like yeah. breakneck speed fast. Mm-hmm. Like you could probably finish it in probably three or four hours. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, I don't think there is really a moment in that game where it doesn't feel deliberate. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it just it always feels like something is happening, and it's not a bad happening. It's always a fun thing that's always happening in those games and again it just feels like a mini version of super metroid you got craig you got ridley you got a lot of these little puzzle elements and it's very linear um which is kind of like a a downgrade in a certain way a lot of people do like the non-linearity of metroid games Mm -hmm. but this one gave metroid some of the best gameplay mechanics yeah in terms of the 2d stuff especially with the ledge climbing yeah um what would you have to say about it well yeah it's definitely way more interesting than the game it was remade from but uh much more interesting yeah yeah it has some of the mechanics integrated from super metroid into it which i really appreciate like the speed booster and the uh, super missiles and power bombs and all that and they again add a lot of different elements that hadn't been done in games like the ledge climbing which you have no idea how much of a save that is when, like, I remember in Super Metro, I was like, I could use a ledge climb right now because this platforming is not doing me very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this one, it's it's a saving grace. Yeah, exactly. It is always a saving grace that just lets you play through the game the way you want it to. Oh, right. Also, after you uh, beat Mother Brain in zero mission do we want to talk about that uh i mean it does have the first appearance of a zero suit sam this is true it does have zero suit yes um basically it does have like this little extra part in the game where kind of infiltrating um a space pirate mothership yes and it's really interesting because yeah you lost your uh various suit Mm -hmm. and at this point you're like okay what do i do you play a zero suit uh, Samus, which you know is just a latex suit, pretty much. Yeah. And she only has a stun gun, mm-hmm. making it very much a, a stealth-based section. Section, and it's very, very, very fun. Honest to God, mm-hmm. like being able to go around the space pirates, stun them, run away. It gives you that anxiety that I always love about Metroid. It. <laughs> It is the most horror-based Nintendo game series. Eternal Darkness. Okay, are we really <laughs> going to go into like the one game that they've done for Eternal Darkness? I mean, hey, it it is categorically the only horror Nintendo game, but technically, yeah, but Metroid we, is. 
it the has hints. only franchise. It has hints of horror, and that's what I love about it. It's not trying to just be a horror game. It still has like straight up the full title of Metroid Dread. The whole reason why it has that name is because of the Emmy robots. Like mm-hmm. you are dreading those Having moments. Having to run into them. Yes, and that's what I love about the game. Like they knew what they were doing when it came to Samus X. They knew what they were doing when it came to that stealth section. There was so much dread throughout the series, mm-hmm. and I just I I'm I'm so excited, and I I would always recommend Zero Mission because it is the easiest to get into. Yeah, it yeah. always gives you like a little bit of an objective on where to go. There's always these Chozo statues that say, "Hey, there's this little like power up that might be in Norfair." The yeah. lava section, like, mm-hmm. maybe you should go over there. But, yeah, yeah, like, you have to go there and then get the various suits. Like, yeah. Well, and now you can go over here. There, There's not that much obsolete, uh, like, p- uh, block finding. Yeah, That's yeah, the one not... problem of a Metroid game. They have a lot of those moments where it's like, okay, where do I go? And It's, like, you, something really stupid. Like, you were supposed to, like use the morph ball on this very specific block at this very specific movement or something like that. It's like, no, 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 no. That doesn't make any sense. Now I'm stuck in this, you know, area. Otherwise you've got to get a walkthrough. Mm -hmm. You never really have that problem when it comes to zero mission. Nah, not really. Not really. There may be like a few moments where they try to do a little tricky thing, but fusion was probably the worst offender when it came to that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but so I mean, usually they have like context clues that if you really do. look close, you can like see where you need to go. But Fusion again, yeah, had it's, the it's really, really subtle context clues. Exactly. So this one it has better context clues. It is just a much better version of Metroid. It's always one of those either ten out of ten or nine out of ten games for people. And in that case, play it on an emulator. Get the game if you really want, but be warned. It's going to be a little pricey if you try getting it for Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Um, so do whatever you think is right. I think it's also on the Wii U if anyone right. plays. It's on if the if anyone has console. one of those. Yeah, yeah, if you really want to get that system, then yeah, it's definitely on there. Um, so in a certain way, that's all we really got. Mm-hmm. But we always recommend Metroid. Right. It is such a great game series that I feel like has always been overlooked by Nintendo fans. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to Mario, Animal Crossing, and The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Um, hell, even, what was it? The Japanese store mm-hmm. for Nintendo. That's literally what they have. Like, they, they have all sorts of different, like, spokes mascots or you know mm-hmm. like spokesmen in a certain way for nintendo or mascots and it is actually just mario link isabelle and an inkling yeah you know i'm i i was thinking why not pokemon but they have their own store that's a whole other topic and in fact we'll I mean, be doing Mar- a little Largest multimedia franchise of all time. I think we'll be doing a Pokemon episode this uh, season. Um, mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we'll try doing that that PS5 episode if we can. We got a special host coming around, uh, and hopefully he can make it. But otherwise, uh, stay tuned and hope to see you next time. Yeah. All right. See ya. See ya, guys.